Hi, welcome back to Matcha Talk Podcast. Today we have an, someone that looks familiar to you. You might see him in social media, the pageant world, maybe him volunteering for a fellow local organization such as Lotus Project and Trans Thrive. Please welcome a friendly face, a fabulous individual, Mr. Gay World USA, Marky David. Woo! Hi. Hi, Ned. And hi, Liam. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? We are so good. Yes. How are you? I'm feeling sick a little bit, but, you know, moving forward, go, 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 go. And I have to be prepared for the pageant next, I believe it's kind of like a couple of days from now. Yes. Like two weeks from now, I believe. Uh, Less than two weeks. So I'll be flying on October 22nd. And then mm-hmm. um, I'll be in, in Cape Town on October 23rd. Wow. Yes. Kind of excited that for you, Mark. We want you <clears throat> to introduce yourself, what you do, and also what's your pronouns. I'm Marky David, and I'm from Bay Area, California. I work as an engineer in one of the public agencies here in California. And my pronoun is he, him. And I, thank you. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We need like a sash for you and a crown, you know what I mean? (laughs) I know. Uh, My sash is not here. Maybe next um, interview, I'll be wearing my sash. Yes. Um, With this pageantries coming up and stuff, what are the preparations for you for this pageant? Pageantry right now is not like before that they're more on physical mm-hmm. appearance uh, pageantry mm-hmm. is you need to have like a solid platform so for me uh, it took probably years before I actually went back to pageantry so I already retired mm-hmm. probably when I was in college and then decided to go back and join Mr. Gay World because I want to bring my platform to a huge platform of the Mr. Gay World organization so um, like what you said, I've been volunteering in Lotus Project, and I'll be uh, actually doing some public outreach in the Philippines as well, doing mental health awareness, going to school, you know, talking about my experience and how I'm able to cope up mental health uh, issue. So with all of those activities or uh, those experience I had, I was able to f- to identify what's my purpose and what's my mission. And my purpose is actually to, because for, for this journey, I'm bringing the transgender community as, you know, I want to be part of their voice. And my purpose is, you know, to bring the trans community in the Mr. Gay World stage. And my mission is to get more ally and also to to get more people to, to support the transgender community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like putting attention to <clears throat> transgender life that really matters mm-hmm. and not only yeah. that like being, having more advocacy and light to the transgender community is really well really needed right now especially mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and especially like the mental health as well um i think like asian community especially um mm-hmm. you know like we don't really talk about mental health i think that's very important that someone will shine more light into it that is you mm-hmm. know important yeah. topic to taking care of Exactly. Right. We just had the uh, uh, last October 10 World Mental Health Day. What I always, you know, uh, tell to to students that uh, mental health disorder should kind of like not considered as a special. 
so that we could yes. cut off the stigma. So if if one if your friend is undergoing mental health issue, you gotta treat him the same way as how you treat your regular friends. You know, not mm -hmm. special. Because at the moment Absolutely. that you treat them special, they they try to think that they're being separated from the normal. So for you to be mm. able to help them is you kind of like show uh, the same action that you 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 mingle with other mm -hmm. with your other friends. So that's one thing that I actually talk about uh, when when I go to school when it comes with mental health awareness. Yeah. Like technically, it's showing more awareness, showing more conversation to the mental health. Technically, it's really important, especially in the next generation as well. You know what I mean? Right. And, yeah. yeah. So, Marky, going back to knowing you as an individual, like pageantry and stuff, where did you grow up? I was born and raised in the Philippines, and in 2013, mm -hmm. I moved here. And most of my career, actually, you know, I spent in the Philippines, and then, and then kind of like start up here when, when I moved here. So, I was an engineer in a construction industry before I went mm -hmm. to kind of like, being a professor in one of the universities in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And then when I move here, uh, of course, if you're a Filipino, if you're not in a medical field, it's <laughs> kind of like hard to get into a job. So the mentality of the Filipino community is, you know, just apply and get a job in kind of like mm -hmm. a probably retail shop. Because you're first generation, right? Like coming here, you're the like, in, like first generation <laughs> Filipino, technically, right? Right. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. So for me, it, it's it's kind of like a different principle. And in, mm, in, in mm -hmm. what I've inculcated in my mind is like, I have to look for a job that's aligned to what I finished. So uh, what I did is I actually look at like, there's a certain pattern, you know, I, I know it's kind of like weird that I look at like how um, they sort out applicants. I like you know before I'm getting always rejection when I apply to to a company mm -hmm. or or federal or state job. So uh, I I did some research and you know when when mm -hmm. you apply it you kind of like use some of the keywords that mm -hmm. they use for looking for and you put that in your resume and like in the Philippines they 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 are fond of having like five ten pages of resume here. Mm -hmm you have to make it like short and simple. So yeah. once, so at the time that I was able to figure out all of those, then that's the time that I started getting calls from different engineering companies. And mm -hmm. then at the same time, I, I want to kind of like ex excel more. So I look for, for school where I can continue my master's because I'm already, mm -hmm. I'm already doing my master's in the Philippines, but, but the problem is there is no course that they're offering here in the Bay Area. So I have to start mm. again from, you know, from square one. Mm -hmm. So, so what I did is since I'm not getting any support from my family back then, because, you know, we mm -hmm. have a lot of expenses. So I have to look for a scholarship program. So I was mm -hmm. able to get a scholarship and then I was able to, you know, at the same time, I'm working full time and studying full time. And I was able to finish my master's in one year and three months. And then I oh, flew wow. back to the Philippines to to do my research because I kind of like want to help the government when it comes with uh, green building. So mm -hmm. since Philippines has more uh, rainwater, or 
rain rainy season compared to to kind of like summer so mm -hmm. i think it's a very good idea if i introduced rainwater harvesting so i mm -hmm. went to kind of like public work in the philippines mm -hmm. some research and asked them if they can use my research as their baseline so i'm not sure if they're using my research right now i hope they're they are so mm -hmm. then at, at that time um, I don't have means, so I applied for, uh, I taught in the Philippines, and then they hired me as a full-time instructor. So um, in gathering data, I used my students. So I incorporate mm -hmm. the requirements of my requirements for my research in, in their curriculum so that I don't need to pay. At the same time, they're learning in advance. So uh, that's <laughs> what I did and went back here and then yeah, finished master's and was able to get in into private company. And then once I, after I got my experience probably for a year, then I applied for government again to mm. one of the public agencies wow. here. Yeah. Since so you had experience um, working overseas, um, what would you think, you know, is the differences between hiring process over there and over here like like you mentioned you know like you over here you need to put keywords it has to be like one page right. in asia i know it's different and what's up you know others differences it, it is it is in philippines it's like uh they rank where uh, what's called you finish your degree so if you mm -hmm. actually uh came from those universities that they're calling big five universities then mm -hmm. you have a big chance you know to get into kind of like interview so where i took my uh, bachelor's i actually don't need to kind of like apply so i'm receiving calls from different companies because my school is the ones actually submitting my application back then. Ah. So here it's like you wow. have to do everything though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like over here it's like, oh my God, like, yeah, you go to college, you spend so much money and, you know, I feel like they right. kind of didn't really give you the real world expectation of like, hey, when you're done uh -huh. with classes, you still have to apply and they can might have to ask right. you how to work and get work experience. But yeah, you lack of that because you go to school full time and work and try to support yourself. Yep. Right. <laughs> So, so, but, but, you yeah. know, um, combining both experiences, you know, it makes you kind of like stronger from the other, uh, from other candidates when you apply. So I think that's, that's the edge that I have. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. because in the Philippines, it's not like when it comes to technological innovation, we don't have yet that. Mm. Here in the U.S., it's more like technology. They want like everything's going to be efficient. They have to, you have to use all the com whatever um, computers that you have in the industry. In Philippines, they teach you manually, and then they teach you also on how to use technology. So, mm -hmm. the the process is kind of like different. That's why when I got here, when it comes to troubleshooting, then it's easier for me because. I was I was able to apply what I've learned in the Philippines. Yeah, wow. you were ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then when were you in Philippines? Did you already like discover your sexual identity then? Like, would your student know you know about it as well? Oh, that's a very good question. So when I was in college, actually, uh, probably around like when I was in third year, I came out with my family. So I told that, you know, I'm gay. And then, of course, 
there is denial in my family. My dad cannot accept me for being member of LGBTQIA+. And at the same time, I'm a member of a fraternity in, mm. in the Philippines. So um, back then, they're not accepting when it comes to it, you know, uh, having really? a member that is LGBTQIA+. But now they're more open, you know, and that's good because... So we see an increase in tolerance when it comes to the LGBTQA plus in different organizations. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm open. Uh, the start I came out and then when I start teaching, uh, my student actually, you know, know about my sexual sexuality. And I don't think I need to hide that because, you know, once you've, you've uh, found yourself and you've established that uh, what you are, then I think there's nothing to hide about what, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone should do. I know that there are other people out there that they're not yet ready, but um, mm -hmm. I'm not into kind of like uh, letting other people to come out by coming from me, you know? Of course, and, they have their own, and, their own correct. place. So, right, so, I mean, there is just the right time and right place to do it. And I think I found that that's why now, I'm doing a lot of public outreach. I'm doing kind of like community service and and using all of those experiences makes me kind of like a spokesperson for 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 the LGBTQA+. Definitely. You know like you putting shine that matters right now as well as trans lives. Where did you start? Like where did it all started to um to have this advocacy for the trans community? Uh, I started when it comes with healthcare issue, and mm -hmm. if you're bisexual, if you're like you know gay, uh, I know that there's still kind of like a stigma, there's still discrimination when it comes to healthcare. But yeah. when you look at among the members of LGBTQA+, the mm -hmm. transgender community are the ones having issue when it comes to healthcare. So that's where I actually started, and then I started volunteering for HIV and sometimes um, trans people that have HIV are hesitant to go to the doctor because they're being treated different way. And yes. and this is what I'm going to bring in the Mr. Mm -hmm. stage that, you know, um, uh, there should be a wide education comes with trans people when it comes to the healthcare. The healthcare coverage should be expanded as well. I know that Correct. after Mr. Yeah. World, it, changes will not happen. And... Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying that today, tomorrow, or after a year, as I started to to move forward and use the Mr. Gay World stage for me to be able to voice out the uh, the needs of trans people. So exactly. it's not like just voicing out, but also having an action in it because it's easy to voice out. And I know that there's a lot of you know uh, they say a public figure or kind of like trying to be a spokesperson. They try to voice out. But at the end of the day, they're just voicing out and there's no action. And my goal mm -hmm. here is to provide action as well. And it's not just after the pageant, I stop supporting the trans community. No, I continue, you know, support the trans community, whether I win or not, then that's kind of like my mission. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the best way to put it in the, the platform, Mr. Gay World, you right. know, pageant. I think that's a really right. good idea. <laughs> No, yeah, like mm -hmm. we're not gonna expect the next thing next day will be a different, but a conversation starter is you know already in action. Right. You know? The more we talk about it, the more everyone's gonna be, what's this? What's that? 
How can yeah. I join? How right. can I and, participate? And, and not only that, it's like, it's like baby steps, you know? Um, mm-hmm. When you do such action, you don't you don't actually do the, the like push it forcefully. So you do you yes. do plan and then kind of like look at what things that you can do for for the community, and and your purpose or your my purpose here is not for for the generation right now. Anything that we do right now, it's probably for the future members of trans community, and mm-hmm. and that's where I'm coming from. You know, yeah. Margie, I spoke to you this about this before, that you putting Trans Thrive, um, you know, into the um, Mr. Gay world pageant, you know, especially mm-hmm. like, like, there's a lot of like, um, quote unquote, like, that borderline of like masculinity, femininity and stuff. But you put yeah. that there, just kind of like, wow, that's. Yeah, says a lot of volumes. <laughs> I, I know. Um, for me to to support a certain movement, you don't need to be like them. So mm-hmm. I don't need to be a transgender person to be part of the trans uh, platform. So as mm-hmm. long as you believe in your the cause that you want to support, as long as you yeah. have a solid um, background and and you, you you made up your your mind that this is what I want to do, this is my passion, then I don't see anything wrong about that. Because uh, to be an ally is something that it's not just, you know, you know, what I've learned is like to be an ally is not just voicing out in the social media that I'm an ally. An ally is something that you put action. You actually mm-hmm. involve yourself in, in, mm-hmm. in the movement. So people kind of like, be bandwagon supporting transgender and like posting uh, on their social media that we do support transgender. But after that, what kind of support that you provide? What mm-hmm. what kind of help mm-hmm. that you actually do to 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 uplift the transgender community? So that's where it comes to you to consider yourself an ally. So I'm myself consider myself an ally because I've been actually supporting transgender community for so long, and even before I joined the Mr. Gerald pageant. Yeah, it's a continuous work, you know. You can't just stop yeah. at one post and then like, yeah, I'm allied. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've met a lot of people saying I'm an ally. I'm an ally, but you know, how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A very big word for me. You're single, right, Marky? That's correct. I am. And let me just before I start the segment, Marky is such a good um, sport. Look at him. Even though he's sick, he still does our interview, yes. and yeah, that's really sweet of him. That's why he's. <laughs> so this news, there's a new segment here since you're single. Uh, I'm gonna describe the guy, a trait of a person. And then you're gonna say yes, girl, or yes, girl, no, okay? Mm. Or girl, okay. no. So yes, girl, right. no, girl. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. A guy that pays whatever for the, <laughs> pays for the first date. That it's handles no. the check. No. Why? It's it, it's a no. Because um, for me today, it's like, you know, even in my, I'm in a relationship, I still want kind of like split, you know. And mm. at the end of the day, 
um, if you're going out for a date, you don't know like what's that person going on. You don't know if the person has a lot of reserve money on his pocket. And I don't want to be kind of like a burden <laughs> for for dinner or like uh, we go out. And if he insisted, I'm not going to go with that. If he did, then that's gonna be the last time that I'll be seeing that guy. Wow. <laughs> But what if like? Mm. I see this on social media a lot too. When people go yeah. interview and ask about, but what if you know that person is like, "Oh my god, I put in so much money into myself for this date, like, and you should pay for it." <laughs> what do you What do you say to that? It, it, it's it, it's kind of it's kind of like a red flag to me. But right. if he insisted, because I don't want to like, I'm a person that I don't want to arguing. So if he insisted, I got okay. I'm just gonna pay, but that's gonna be the last time I'm meeting that person. Oh. <laughs> wow! So don't, don't pay, guys. He have money too. <laughs> no, because no, because because I don't argue. I don't like arguing. You know, especially going out on a date. I just want to like um, have fun. Especially that yeah. you had like a long day at work, and and now you argue with just a payment. Uh, nah. <laughs> Yeah, or or even like you know, oh, if that person's paying for you, you feel obligated to like go on a second date or you mm, even do a nicer right. thing for that person after, you know. And it's like that's not exactly what I want. right. Oh my gosh, look at you guys! <laughs> <laughs> so you can't afford it, don't go out. <laughs> exactly. <I> agree. <laughs> right, next one. So <clears throat> a guy, okay. So you guys went from the date now to the second date. When it、mm-hmm. um, he leans in for a kiss, is that a yes, girl, for the second date, or no, no, girl? Kiss is just a kiss. So even if first day I get to kiss,、uh, going to a club if I'm drunk and if I see you attractive, then I it's, if you want to kiss me, it's okay, you know. <laughs> and like, everyone's gonna kiss. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it's not a big deal for me. It's not a big deal,、mm-hmm. but for me, it's it's just a kiss. It's like showing how you appreciate a person, showing that you're happy, showing、mm-hmm. that you're enjoying. And I know for some people would say like kiss is very sacred. <laughs> I think what is sacred for me is. Is the sex, right? yeah. Yeah. Kiss yeah. Is just kiss. I don't care. And after that, you、yeah. can just, you know, if you don't like the breath of your kissing, you can just use mouthwash after that. <laughs> it's fine. But I think that's a sign too. Imagine if you kiss somebody and it doesn't smell good, so you know <laughs> maybe you shouldn't continue. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. Um, I'm not that rude, but you know, I probably say, "Hey, I just need to go to the restroom, and I'll be back." So normally, that's what I do. Or、uh, wait, I just gotta find my friend, and you and know, you never come back. Not like saying, "Hey, <laughs> I would never come back." <laughs> Polite way to just ghosted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have to, right? You know, because yeah, it, it, putting yourself into their own shoes. It's hard if you get rejected.、Mm-hmm. That's true.、Or、something that、That's、you、true. probably you don't even want. Yeah, you don't want、so. to like put their self-esteem down like forever because they're gonna probably remember that forever. And you know that's not not what we want. Like we still want to be nice. 
that, that's what that, that's how I am. Yeah. All right. The next one is is a guy that per se like they ghosted you, and then they come back in the picture and say, "Hey, let's hang out." Is like, is that a yes girl or a no girl? So the guy ghosted, was disconnected, ghosted me, disconnected. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I would never it's say no hi. <laughs> it's a no. I mean, yeah. Oh. Like, let's say yeah. you were ugly duckling before, and then now you are kind of like a swan, and mm-hmm. then you suddenly like say hi. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> my my no, because no. my my principle is there's a lot of fish in the pond. So why I stick in one True. rotten fish in the past? No. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the pond is drying fishing. up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's with you right now. <laughs> if the pond is drying up, that's a different story. You can go to another <laughs> pond, drive away. Yeah, that's true too, though. Because like, if you wasn't interested in me the first time, whatever mm. reason that is, like I'm not attractive or it was just not pa- like you know passionate or compatible. Mm-hmm. What makes that different now? No, exactly. Mm. Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, no, I'm not gonna stick with that guy. I'm not desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. okay to be alone. <laughs> exactly. Self self worth, right, Ned? Self worth. That's different. <laughs> okay, I have one right now. So okay, so a guy. I have two guys for you, Marky. One dresses really, okay. really nice, and he is like fit model stuff like that and you have it all together however personality is a zero <laughs> like a dry like really dry personality like, mm. second guy is not fashionable okay 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 but really bubbly personality which one would you you know go on a date actually because Cause I'm a person that just kind of like the right mm-hmm. ingredient mm-hmm. to a person. If the other one is zero, of course I'm not gonna go with that. If the other one is high energy, because mm. I do have a a lot of energy and we might clash, so mm. I would probably kind of like wait until the right person will come to me. So mm-hmm. if if those are the only options right now, that I, right now I just gotta wait. If not, no one comes in, comes comes around, or no one comes into my life, then mm-hmm. I just have to accept it. And there's a lot of things that I can do. If, if I could be single forever, I just can't be single forever though. Until you find the <laughs> so right. I'm not gonna. One. I, I would. I would never sacrifice my happiness. It's because mm-hmm. this is only the options that I have. I'd rather mm-hmm. wait or wait, nothing will come. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But my, my happiness is my number one. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I love how, Ned, have you noticed that? I love how he's so calm. Like, you know, like my last question it was just like, if that's me, I would be like, um, you know. But he's I have so- to pick one. Let's get it. <laughs> exactly. But he- <laughs> Mark took it like in a very calmly way, analyzed the questions, and very like thought 
you know, it out. Thoughtful, really yeah. Out. Yeah. How long <laughs> have you been doing pageantry, Mark? Oh, my God. <laughs> so long. <laughs> what made you tap into the pageantry world, though? Before it's just like um, my friend, hey, I think you can do pageantry, you know, and then mm -hmm. I started joining and then it's all about like um, uh, what what prize you can get, mm -hmm. uh, all about probably a little bit fame, but as, as you go, then you kind of like get tired and until just recently that it's bec become more platform based. That's why I went back. So it's just um, kind of like a hobby that whether you win or not, it's like, you know, <laughs> you just, but it's all about my friends. You know, they're the one who actually convinced me and pushed me. Yeah, it's not even because when I was in college, it's more like academic, you know. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of like, I would say pass for a nerd <laughs> for, <laughs> for like elementary high school. Yeah. Wow. You wear glasses too? Mm-hmm. I feel like oh. I wear glasses. I wear glasses. Give me your engineer look <laughs> with glasses. <laughs> oh my god. Please no. So when you were Quiet. like doing passion and stuff like that, uh after the competition and stuff, do you notice difference in your surrounding? Will people approach you more? Your DM just blown up. <laughs> yeah. So especially if you win and you know a lot of people oh. will approach you some some judge uh, will, some judges will approach you mm -hmm. for proposal <laughs> that's true <laughs> and uh, i've experienced that but i didn't involve myself um uh, uh yeah there there is a change you know like mm -hmm. th uh, they recognize you um you actually kind of like making a name Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the fun part uh, that that I enjoyed when I was young. So now it's different. My 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 uh, the way I foresee uh, pageantry right now is more like platform based. It's kind of like mm -hmm. something that I could use as media for 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 the cause that I believe in. Yeah. So. Do you get any like thirsty DM? What's like the funniest <laughs> one? Yeah, even now, like. Can you read um, one what's right the now? Craziest, like, what's the craziest that you're like? Can you read one right now? now? <laughs> oh, they, they kind of like, they would, kind of like ask, like, can you send a? My mom is here. Can you send a <laughs> <big>, big... <laughs> Can you say, like, you know, why? Why would you ask a person that you never met? You know. They probably saw like on the. You know, when you do a competition, don't you wear like a uh, swimming trunk? <laughs> right? I do wear swimming wear. Yeah. They're like, we see the outline. <laughs> Send me a DM. I, I know, but, but again, we, we are Asian. <laughs> we Who's are that not supposed to make? black people. <laughs> oh. That's different. <laughs> when you're in like the competition, are there anything crazy between the um the competitor like you know you and other representative like any juicy see like stories 
Yeah, um, I joined one <laughs> uh, competition in the Philippines before. So there was like um, candidates are being held in a hotel for a night before the pageant. Mm-hmm. So um, the nice, like you see, uh, like candidates hopping in different rooms. <laughs> ah. But I'm, but I'm not like. You know, I'm not saying I'm so clean, trying to be clean, but it's not me. It, it's it's not what I do. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of like I let them do. You know, my my roommate that time having have with another candidate, and and oh he's asking gosh. me to join. So I said, no, it's okay, because <laughs> it's not because I want to be fresh for the pageant. It's just I don't want to involve myself with those kind of stuff. Yeah, I had a lot of stupid stuff I did when I was young. Like you know, um, I think no, I think one of my hookups is recording what we're doing, and it got posted in. This was just recently, like 2017. So when I went back for doing my research in the Philippines, and um, I didn't know that it's being recorded, and then he sent a video to me, and then suddenly it was posted on Twitter. And at that time, I'm teaching okay. in one of the university, and and even he blurred my face. How about my tattoo? Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Because I do have a lot of tattoos. You have tattoo, and that's like your another identity that people to identify who you are. Because not everybody right. have the same tattoo. Exactly. So and then and, and that's then, why um, I don't he wanted if. if <laughs> Then he wanted. Go on. He wanted. It's kind of like extortion because if I wanted to take out the clip, I have to give him money. But I said like, I'm not gonna give you money. You can have it posted. Wow. I don't think it's cool. Will kick me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you make money off that, give me some too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope right now I can because there's a contract. Ah. <laughs> That's no, crazy. no, I think I'm getting told myself. Winning Mr. Gay World, what does it mean for you? And and what is um, your plans as Mr. Gay World with this title? I think I think it's not about me. It's about the cause that I believe in, which is my campaign hashtag Trans Thrive, and. Um, winning Mr. Gay World is I can it's probably a unique opportunity where where I could take advantage of you know voicing out more about their experience what they need in a global audience you know and using my crown with a purpose you know and and it, it's not for me it's not all about actually winning the physical crown it's it's all about how can I actually do more and I know that you can you can still help the community by not joining the pageant, but for me because this is my passion, and when you combine your passion with the the cause that you believe in, it make it robust, mm-hmm. it make it stronger. So so that's why, Mister um, Gay World pageant for me is is it's a unique opportunity. I'm not saying that if I didn't win, then I'm just gonna go inside a room and like cry. No. So, so if I didn't win, then that's, that, you know, that's probably my my fate for pageantry. 
and I, I, I would just think that, you know, my God would probably uh, redirect me in other path where I could serve more in the community and it's probably, it's not the pageantry. Yeah. I love that. Well, so this is consistent for part one interview, but let me advertise an event. I have an advertisement event called Mabuhay Bitches. I don't know if you guys heard of Mabuhay Bitches. It's, this is, consists of um, Filipino drag queens in the Bay Area, um, such as Virginia, please, Kashipaya, Lady P. Galore, Chi Chicago, Ariola Manang, and Extina Agatera, Natasha, and John Fadeliaga, and Miss Kiki Crunch, and also my drag mother, um, Ira Amaya. So if anyone's listening right now in our episode, um, kindly support our Filipino ex-drag queens on uh, October 28th in the Bow Club. We are do they are doing a fundraising for uh, Per Luca Viga that recently got arrested in the Philippines for, for just doing drag, which is really, mm -hmm. huh, right. you know. But before you go to Bow on October 28th, so mm -hmm. please do watch the last streaming of Mr. K World and Cape Town in YouTube, October 27th, that's 10 in the morning. So visit my page, um, my Instagram, uh, Marky Mark David, and uh, you, you, I'll probably uh, post the link there. And also before you watch, make sure you vote for me for her. Mr. Gay World, because I'm representing USA. So make sure to mm -hmm. vote for me. I think they were saying that the vote will start tomorrow. So I'll start, mm -hmm. you know, posting on social media and then support my platform, support the other candidates, but make sure your vote is in the USA. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, we're so happy to have you here at your part one interview here at the Mata Talk podcast. Um, we get a little bit to know you, you know, um, answering our weird questions of yes, girl, or no, girl. For your I'm expecting more on that. <laughs> I'm expecting more on asking that. It's, the question was so oh boring. Just kidding. Oh <laughs> Wait for Just part kidding. two. Wait for part two, and we'll get to know okay. Mark more. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. And don't forget to subscribe on our channel and also follow us on Instagram and Spotify as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed our episode of our podcast today. Before you go, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, matchatalk underscore podcast. Don't forget our TikTok account. It's matchatalks. All right. We hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye.